this is the player I'm going to get mad at you guys about, just so, you know, steal yourself. Failure. Everybody was clowning me on Twitter for this. Uh-oh. Tell me why I'm wrong. So I'm just going with my heart over my head, because my head is stupid anyway. We need to burn some stage in the arena, because what is going on? <laughs> oh, that's just dumb, though. I've never been proven more wrong in my life so quickly and so dramatically. Recording! August 28th, 2023. The New York Liberty have just beat the Las Vegas Aces. I believe the finals 94 to 85. Oh, well. The Aces have played, is it 11 games now? 23 days. And I went and looked it up. And nobody, no other team, no, no team has played more than nine in a 23-game stretch all season. So I'm going to cut them some slack. But this is the sixth podcast of the year. And we're not here to talk about the Aces. We are here to talk about the LA Sparks and we have a very special guest with us today. Not so special, not guests, but joining us, very special people. <laughs> Becky Robococo and Jay Tolliver and our guest this evening is Imani Wright from Windsider and ESPN and maybe a bunch of other places as well. Yes. Hey, Imani! Welcome. <laughs> Hi, thanks so much for having me. <laughs> so, all right, uh, we we had a little a little bit of a chat before, but why don't you first of all let's tell the people uh, who want to see Imani, who want to read Imani, who want to listen to Imani, where are you? Where might might we find you? Yeah, so most of my coverage of the W is on Twitter or X, if you want to call it that, whatever. We don't want to. Call um, it. And so for me, uh, you can follow me at Imani Wright, so which is my first and last name. So I am A N N I W R I G H T, and I post a lot of my content for the Sparks, um, which I've been covering them for this season through Windsider. Um, I post a lot of like social media content, um, pregame, postgame pressers, um, and I've written a couple articles about them as well. So that's kind of where you can find a lot of my Sparks coverage. And I know you're doing some non-WNBA stuff. Uh, I believe I saw a picture of you on a football field. Getting yes. Into... Yeah. So I'm also an intern at ESPN Los Angeles. And with them, I create a lot of social media content for them as well. Um, take pictures, take video, edit stuff um, for their social media. And then also, too, I just became the executive producer of my school's news uh broadcast so yeah hey. going on <laughs> and you said that you go to what chapman college yes chapman university it's in uh orange california okay all right so yeah uh you're i i see you on the come up uh i know that you've done uh, some espn red carpet i know you went to the wnba all-star game Yes, I did. I went to the SVs and I got to go to WNBA All Star, which was an experience in its own. It's been an amazing <laughs> summer. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, I noticed there was a little drama surrounding that, but we won't get into that. <laughs> We're going to keep it positive. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome to the sixth pot of the year. Yeah, I've just uh, people have been taking notice of you on Twitter. We see a rising star here. I hope that doesn't sound condescending or anything. You're on the come up. So we wanted to have you on. We wanted to talk Sparks, and we thought you'd be a fun person to talk LA Sparks with. But first, 
the thing we usually do around here is we go over the bench performances of the week and we each nominate one. And if they had anybody in mind that that uh, stuck out to you, um, feel free to mention them now. Yeah, I think for me, I'm going to stick with my my home, my my team, the Sparks mm-hmm. cover. Um, Dierica Hamby is just always a force, always an anchor off the bench um, for the Sparks. She was like that when she was on the Aces, and she's kind of gone into that role for the Sparks as well. Um, just bringing energy, just bringing scoring ability, and just bringing her veteran presence um, with this team has been super helpful, um, especially when it comes to the win streak that they had that they recently lost, unfortunately. I think that's been key and integral in them winning games. Yeah, you couldn't have hung on for one more win, huh? LA, Rose, we were going to talk about you on Monday. That's okay. Winning <laughs> on, losing to Connecticut on the road is, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and I appreciate you bringing up Derica. Uh, I'm an Aces fan, so... Love Derica. Happy to see her thriving out in Los Angeles. Michael James Tolliver. <laughs> the whole gummy. That's it. Almost, almost. You know, you know, you know that I'm you know that I'm cross with you when I say Junior. your full name. <laughs> Michael James Tolliver Jr. Um, who are your candidates for this week? Um Well, I'm not gonna mess with Becky's pick. I'm not gonna gonna mess with you know what i'm gonna I'm a stick with well you know it's another one down there especially she played joe team so she did you want to bring her up that's fine no i won't i'm gonna stick okay. with i want to go grace i'm gonna just throw her name out there because she needs a the attention grace. we're bringing up bringing grace her up Bergen. again yeah 14 um, points four rebounds four six six, six nine i forgot against who I just you wrote know, this down. I'm, I forgot the team. <laughs> you know, I'm an Ariel Powers fan as well. Uh, that's right. She's from here, and I kind of I'm trying to choose between the two. I'm thinking. Well, Grace you know, had two pretty good performances. Two good, I yeah, thought. yeah. Twelve, two, and three against Atlanta, and fourteen, four, and four against Seattle. So that's you know, right. yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Grace this week. But Ariel, I see you. It is burger time. Burger. <laughs> uh oh, Becky. Don't, you made me think of something, so I'm sorry. Go ahead, Becky. <laughs> well, before I get to my actual pick, I did want to shout out Liz Dixon. Yeah. Um, on Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Got 12 on Phoenix, points. Yeah. That's her career season high. That's um, right. Her previous high was six points, so you love to see it um, coming off the bench. But obviously, I'm going to have to go with Dana Evans. Three great games this week, but she had 23 points, eight assists, and one fight with Jewel Lloyd against the seattle storm and it was incredible it was an incredible what was the end of that game i don't know it was so or are you talking about the end of the game yesterday yeah oh yeah i think i think they just gave up yeah but like chicago wasn't even bothering to defend either what what was happening is like chicago thought oh we better tank too (laughs) i think it was just like they thought that like because jordan they passed it to jordan in the corner yeah, and I think like you could. Who could have done something with Tom it? Yeah, was kind of moving towards her, and then she like almost she went into a shooting mode, and she's like, "Oh, so she's gonna shoot a three, So she kind of like. Yeah, I mean, it was it was very unlikely to get a win didn't in that. Do anything, and so then they were did like, nothing. "Did something happen?" Yeah. Um, uh, I, I want game... an answer to this. It's <laughs> it's really bizarre. It really did feel like they were just like told not to try very hard because there was <sighs> five points, fifteen seconds left, and they had yeah. 
wide open threes they could take. They should have just shot it. She least. she could have taken a bus to the rim. That's how that's how open it was. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, but that yeah. yeah, and then the Seattle game earlier this week where Dana had her bigger performance. It was hilarious because mm. she was drawing with Jewel Lloyd, and then both of them went off because of it. Like then mm. they were trading off superstar moves. Like clearly, it energized both of them. It was very very fun. Um, that, that's Lloyd an even match, Dana, Dana Evans and, and Jewel Lloyd. <laughs> they kept they kept cutting to Mama Lloyd in the crowd, like, <laughs> laughing about it. It was a whole it was a whole scene. It was very hard. It's like you know Chicago fans they still really love Jewel Lloyd like. Jewel has a huge following in Chicago, but then Dana Evans yeah. is also our favorite. It was very complicated about what to do about that. Might be teammates next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. see. All right, uh, who else? Who hasn't been mentioned? Uh, okay, we well, mentioned Grace, mentioned Liz Dixon, AP, uh, Ono, Livia Nelson, Adota, eleven points, eleven rebounds against some team. I should write this stuff down. Uh, Nas Hillman, name I don't think we've mentioned at all. Yes, year. sir. 12 points, 8 rebounds. Uh, Mercedes Russell, 13 points, 5 of 8 yeah. shooting. And my candidate. Bridget. Bridget Carlton. Oh, Bridget, that's right. Bridget, 14 points, 5 rebounds, and she got ejected yes. <laughs> in that game as well. Can I, throw so, Can I throw another two in there? Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, don't don't take the one that I'm going to mention. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, my candidate this week is Haley Jones. 23.6 rebounds, 5 assists, 8 for 13 against Las Vegas. Such Haley a reverse. Of the Such Rocco a reverse. Coco, Rocco Bobos. Uh-oh. Yep. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Um, right. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying I will fight to the death for all of you voters to be wrong out there. So uh, who did? Who else did you have in mind, MJ? Um, Kalani Brown had a good game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kalani Brown. 12 points. 12 and 3 versus Phoenix. Down. Yep, yep. Also of the Robococo. Um, Olivia Nelson Odota with 11 and 11. Yeah. I mentioned it, but go on. Against LA. Yeah. And um, uh, I don't know if Imani picked, but we could throw Zaya Cook in there for her. Yeah. That was kind of a poor shooting game, though, for her. I mean, it was uh, like a lot of stuff. I know. I know. When Zaya Zaya cooks, it's it's fun to watch. (laughs) All right. uh, Moving on. Main event. We are talking. (laughs) Imani is making use of the emojis in in the in the Zoom chat, by the way. I don't think we've ever had anybody do that. (laughs) Nobody can see this, Imani. You don't have to, but I'm really enjoying it. So please, if you want to keep it up, go ahead. Um, uh, Yeah. Main event. L.A. Sparks, who are now six and one of their last seven. But they're doing great. Great. Uh, let's dig a little bit into the numbers, which are up on my computer screen right now. I was about to start the Jeopardy music. <laughs> uh, last seven games. Uh, picking, looking at every team over the, the last seven games, the Los Angeles Sparks are fifth in offensive rating, and they are a nice second. In defensive rating, that is that is basically what has been queuing uh, this push, and a third in overall net rating. Uh, pretty darn good. Wow. Uh, we're going to talk about them uh, with Imani, and uh, if anybody has any particular questions that we wanted to start off with, uh, why don't we go to Becky? I mean, I think the the first question to start with is: Do you think the Sparks will make the playoffs? What's your percentage chance? 
Honestly, I have a really good feeling that the Sparks are going to slip into that eight or seven spot, um, especially with the way they've been playing and the way they've been shooting lately. Um, the team is finally gelling together and getting that chemistry, even through the injuries, even through all that adversity that they fought through towards the beginning of the season. Um, they're really starting to come together, and I'm really excited to see. In terms of percentages, let's go with like 75 to 80% chance that they'll be in the playoffs um they like I said they've been playing really well together shooting well together um there's they're like they have Carly Samuelson who's been shooting the lights out she's fourth in the NBA in the WNBA um and three-point percentage at 43 percent um they're also getting to the free throw line consistently and making their free throws they're second in the WNBA in free throws at 94 percent so honestly I think they'll be able to make the playoffs that's a crazy free throw <laughs> yeah, that's not, that seems about right. I wonder if you like did a you know some uh, uh, statistical thing. I, I I feel like their their chances are pretty pretty good right now. They can go as high as fifth right now, honestly. Yeah, Just looking at the standings, so I, I I'm on board with that 90 percent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, here's a, here the intriguing player to me on this team, uh, Imani. Uh, is Laisha Clarendon. What would you say that Laisha's like what is what does she bring? What is what is that what is it that she she brings to the team that that nobody else does? And what would you what would you say that the Sparks rely on her for? I think they most definitely rely on Lay in terms of keeping the team grounded and keeping the team together. Lay isn't always looking to score, um, but they can, which is great. Um, and they've stepped it up offensively a lot within the second half of the season, which I think is what they needed. They needed another score. They needed somebody who could come in. Um, well, she starts. They start. So um, they needed somebody that could start the game off strong. And Lay has been doing a really good job of that. And I think it's just, again, the veteran presidents helping keeping the team together. Um, honestly, too, they just surpassed 2,000 career points. So it's really exciting to see how Lay has been able to contribute to the team. And Coach Miller has talked a lot like about their veteranship, and that's why he wanted them on the team. So I think it's really exciting um, to see that kind of all come together, and that's what they bring to the team, I feel like. Okay, my question is, because I'm, I'm seeing them in the playoffs, and and how would the seeding be? Is it is it 1-8? Is it... How does it go? Four or five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes one eight, uh, two seven, two, four, seven, five, four three, Okay, six. okay. Yeah. So regular. So I'm okay. Let's let's play a game of hypotheticals here. I like this. I'm gonna do two hypotheticals. I ain't gonna do the the aces and the liberty. <laughs> if they land in the fifth spot or the fourth, who knows? Maybe Dallas falls off a little bit. Um, because they're not that far off. They're only I mean, well, they're a few games behind in the win column, but let's say they play Dallas first round. Do you see them able to get the win if they play uh, Dallas first round? Or if they play Connecticut, let's say they get to the sixth spot, they play Connecticut. Do you see them being able to win against like one of those two teams, just from your perspective? Honestly, I could most definitely see them defeating the Wings, um, especially given the improvement of Azare Stevens in the post. Um, and her playing the four. Um, in terms of the sun, that's tricky because, like, 
they've gone back and forth all year long. Um, and the sun, obviously, Alyssa Thomas is playing unbelievable, unbelievably. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, and she's hard to guard along with Dewana Bonner and Atisha Heidemann and obviously um, Olivia Nelson Adota. You know, the Sparks is her former team. So she has a little bit of a, you know, a vendetta against them. So I'm right. sure for her, she's, uh, she's willing and determined to play hard um, in, in that matchup. But um, I think the Sun will be a little tricky. I think they can do it, um, especially since, you know, that's Kurt's former team, Coach Miller's former team that yeah. he coached. Um, I think they can do it. They're capable. Um, it just depends on like what team shows up that night. Um, but with the wings, I most definitely think they beat they beat them. I believe they beat them in the regular season. Um, so I think that the wings is possible. The sun, I'm a little shaky on. I, I, if you were like to do a power seeding, I think they would. I think they would be fourth right now, right? I mean, the the top three are kind of tough to crack, but everybody yeah. else is. There's been inconsistency, yeah, all over the place, and. I I, pretty, I think the Sparks are in pretty good shape no matter who they face. I know Minnesota has kind of had their way a bit with them this year. Yes, literally. Uh, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I don't know what it is about them. They just have I, 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 them. It's, it's maddening. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, the Sparks beat the Wings twi- twice, it looks. Three times, it looks nice. like. So okay. that the possibility so of... Right now. Yeah, so the possibility of them being Dallas is a lot higher than a team like Connecticut that's a little more seasoned um, and everything like that. So, And then who, if you had to face the Liberty or the Aces, who would you rather see them face? That's a great question. Um, I I, I have to record this for some bulletin board material. Go ahead. (laughs) To be honest, (laughs) like... I that's a really good question. I'm looking at the their record right now against both teams, and I don't think they beat the Aces once. Yep. The yes, first two games did. of the Aces were when they were like barely a team and everyone was out. Honestly, um, though, when they played the Liberty, I was there, like at Crypto, and. The only reason why they won is because it, the team really didn't do – they tried their best to slow down Brianna Stewart, but they weren't really super successful. But I think I would want to see them play the Liberty because I feel like they have a better chance of beating them versus beating the Aces. Um, Good answer. <laughs> no, they, I mean, they were still double what uh, within uh, 10 points both games. Uh, yeah. It was most recent. So for me, I think with the trajectory, I feel like, especially with how the Liberty shooting can be sometimes, mm. um, I think that the Sparks could take advantage of that, especially defensively, how 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 much of a defensive intense team this is um, and how defense is kind of a little bit of an Achilles heel for the Liberty. I think that um, I think that I would want to see them face the Liberty, actually. I think they could beat the Liberty because I don't. Is Lexi coming back anytime soon? We have no idea. Um, she's been in and out of the hospital and everything, so like we just don't know. And I just I feel so bad for her. Yeah, she looks slimmer. She looks slimmer right now too. Yeah, I just yeah. I'm sure there's gonna be some recovery time, even if she does. Yeah, come back right away. But I think having her shooting added along with like Carly and 
just the the I don't know. Jordan Canada is like going crazy right now too, a lot. Like she's just I don't know. I don't even know how to put a finger on her. Like she just does what she does, and it's it's unstoppable at times. And then as a team, like I know, uh, Snap mentioned you said they're what third in defense over the last uh, uh sec or second, yeah, second in defense second. over the past like, seven games. Yeah, and I yeah. I think um I think they just play really scrappy enough to like really you know muck up the game and make it just chaotic and still execute in that chaos. Especially I I see NECA doing a lot of stuff uh that's kind of clutch where she's got three defenders on her and stuff like that and still able to get her shot off. Um, I'm not sure what their offensive rebound numbers are, but I have seen them have some second chance opportunities and they uh, make something of it a lot. And I just think that, I don't know. I don't, I think if they can, if they can get in the Liberty skin and maybe hone in on maybe like John Quayle and make it a shooting contest where it's like Brianna shooting, Sabrina shooting and I guess pray <laughs> for them to like <laughs> just turn into volume shooters instead of just uh really good uh snipers. Then the, I think, uh, I think the Sparks are not a good offensive rebounding team. They're they're eleventh overall or tenth, I think, overall in the league. And even over the last seven, they're twelfth. I think that's a, a systematic thing. I don't think um uh Kurt likes crashing the boards. Yeah. He just likes to get them back in defense. And that's that's obviously paid off with the way that their defense has been. I've just been paying attention, too much attention to, to NECA. That's probably why I just see them like they tip a ball up and then they kind of like all get scrappy and yeah. go back, you know, go after whoever's receiving a ball, get it, get a steal right there and then get it right back type of thing. So, yeah, so speaking just, of NECA, uh, I think, you know, everybody's talking Asia, Brianna, Alyssa Thomas in the MVP conversation. I think NECA's being slept on a little bit, even if you don't think that, uh, she should win over one of those three players, Imani. Give us your your NECA MVP pitch. Yeah, NECA is out here breaking necks and taking checks. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Um, she's <laughs> breaking records left and right. Like yeah. literally, like literally two days ago, she joined Candace Parker and Lisa Leslie as the only Sparks player to record a hundred plus double doubles in franchise history. Hey. <laughs> I promise you, literally after every game, they're telling us about a record that NECA broke. Um, she's playing, Kurt has said this, Coach Miller has said this on multiple occasions, that her numbers are better than they were when she did. But she won the MVP. And she's just playing lights out, like putting the team on her back. Um, her averages are great. Like her shooting's great. She's consistent. She's a leader. She just does everything. And I feel like, you know, she's an all-around player and she's, she is like the face of the team almost. Um, so that would kind of be my pitch for NECA. I feel like again, here's another record. She had 700 career assists tonight. She's now 68th in WNBA history in assists. Um, there's just so many things that she's capable of. She's so versatile and she's just so good at what she she does, and she's great at her craft and she works extremely hard. So for me, that's why you should vote for NECA for MVP. I'm glad you asked that snap because one of my questions on my list was just take some time to gush about NECA. (laughs) (laughs) We like to take take time Um, time to gush. (laughs) But uh, speaking of her, we just a few weeks ago had a free agency pod. um, And she's one of those free agents coming up. Do you you think she's going to stay a late or a Lakers? Sparks lifers. I don't even know 
what that word means. Uh, that would be wild to join the Lakers. <laughs> do you think she's going to be a Sparks lifer, or do you do you think she's could potentially look for other opportunities and where? To be honest, I think she's going to stay with the Sparks. Um, she's been with that organization like for forever, and she's been loyal even throughout the bad years and the good years um, and stuff like that. Um, she seems like a very loyal individual. Um, and she's really bought into what Coach Miller has brought to the Sparks. And I really don't see her leaving, ju- like leaving just yet. Like maybe sometime in the future, possibly if things don't turn around within the next couple of years with this, with Coach Miller's kind of era, he's in coaching era right now. Um, so I think for her, she's going to stay. Um, I don't see her leaving. Uh, I'm going to give you time to gush about another player. Uh, give us your all WNBA pitch for Jordan Canada. Jordan Canada. Oh, Canada. Some people say. Um, <laughs> nice. So, so for me, she is averaging 13.6 assists, three rebounds, two steals. She's almost, I believe in terms of she's leading the league almost, I think in steals, if I'm not mistaken, um, I'm about to pull the stat right now to confirm, but one of the most improved players is just a player that plays with a chip on her shoulder. Um, it's crazy because she came into this season on a training camp contract and is out here balling. So I'm, I'm sure for her, she felt like, you know, she's, she belongs in this league, but, and she's proved throughout the, the past games that she does belong in the league. And she, again, against the dream, she is the only player in Sparks franchise history to record 10 or more games with 10 plus points, seven plus assists and two plus steals. Um, She's just killing it when it comes to scoring, being a leader. Um, And one thing I really love about Jordan is that she's somebody that is leads by example. And she also leads by lifting, uplifting other players. When I got a chance to talk to Zaya Cook, Zaya was just so inspired by Jordan and how nice she was to her and just leading her and like telling her what to do and telling her to score and all these other things. Um, But yes, Jordan Canada does lead the league in steals per game at 2.2. And also side note, NECA is sixth at 1.6. So (laughs) for me, I think Jordan is just an all around player, a leader, a good point guard has a great balance of facilitating and also scoring. So you should vote for Jordan Canada for your all, for your all WA. That's right. Uh, I will say, uh, according uh, per across the timeline, uh, she is on track to be the first player in WNBA history to average 10 plus points per game, six plus assists per game and two plus steals per game. I love this for her. We love yeah. this. Yeah. That's all WNBA. Damn. That's right. Hey. She's on team snap. So vote team snap. How about that? Oh, wait. All right. Okay. So hold on. Since she's on team snap. So That's who right. on the aces are you kicking off with this all WNBA team? Then? <laughs> no, I mean, she could, there's 10 players. There's no positions. So okay. she could, she could get voted oh, into right. there. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Thank you very much. <laughs> wait, you thought you had me? No, you didn't. Yeah. You got all four right. players going. <laughs> <laughs> all right, MJ, uh, you got a question? <laughs> um, Another question. I'm I'm just thinking. I'm thinking about their health. I just want them to remain healthy, especially oh, yeah. like they they can't lose anyone really. Like even if Carly goes down, like um, 
I don't even know how to word it. I guess would you say that the the team looks fairly healthy with everyone that that has returned back? Like their conditioning and everything is fine because I I know you're close to the team. Uh, does it look like you know somebody's maybe a little hobbled or still like slowly getting their things together, um, and that they can just really make a, a impressive push? Because I think if they remain healthy, they could they could upset. Because if they let me see if the sliding is one. And then two, three. So they're going to play the second, either the second or the the first teams. So yes, it'll end up seeing the Liberty or the Aces. Okay, so let's let's pray that they get the sixth spot, right? Because it'll go one, two, then three. Yeah, yeah. So let's hope they get the sixth spot and then can can get against the uh, Liberty. That's what I that's what I want to see. But I think if they hold up with their health, they'll be fine. But what do you what are you seeing? Uh, like when you're when you're seeing the team yeah everyone looks healthy looks fine um I know that I know specifically Carly has always talked about how in the league unfortunately due to the fact that you do have to play overseas and over here that no one's ever usually 100% healthy yeah um so I know that even if somebody is hurt that they probably might be playing through it but at least for now, it seems like everybody's fine. Um, based off of what I've seen recently, everybody looks like they're playing to their best um, right now in terms of their body. Um, but you're absolutely right. Health is a huge factor with this team. My God, when I saw the injury reports towards the beginning of this season, I was like, we need to burn <laughs> some sage in the arena because what <laughs> is going on? Um, so for me, uh, I think... Just if they just take care of their bodies and everything, they have a great training staff. Um, I think they'll be fine. Um, and I think that's probably also why Kurt might have been a little more hesitant with the offensive rebounding. Um, because and telling them to get back on defense to prevent injury a little bit more. Um ah, okay. So yeah, because when you're when you're trying to get rebounds on offense, you have to think somebody's boxing you out. Most of the time, yeah. which, you know, you're trying to cut in and out with your like cut in and out with your body, with your leg, your lower body, like stuff yeah. could happen then. So that's probably why Chris is saying you all just need to get back on defense. Um, So that's just something that um I noticed um, with the team. But, yeah, I think just as long as they stay healthy, I think they'll be fine. Um, They have Avina Westbrook for the rest of the season. Um, So I think they'll be good. They'll be good to go. They stay healthy. Okay. So taking injuries off the table, <laughs> that we discussed is such a huge part of this team, but <laughs> what do you think is the Sparks' biggest area of where they can improve? Yeah, they kind of play sometimes. Basketball, obviously, is a game of runs. And sometimes they go on, like, scoring droughts for way too long. And they don't get anything going. Um, and I feel like that sometimes puts them in holes. Uh, especially, it seems to happen, especially like in the third quarter. Um, I've noticed that happens a lot. And sometimes like they'll come out flat as well into the game. So I think for me, that's kind of the main thing. Um, even when they played Connecticut, they came out flat in the third quarter. Um it looks like, and so, and they only scored 11 points in the fourth quarter, which isn't 
you're not going to win basketball games doing that. So I think it's just consistently scoring um, and getting something going without coach having to call a timeout for you to drop a play for you to get something going. Um, And so, yeah, that usually happens through your point guard. So kind of, again, Jordan obviously can score, but sometimes, sometimes she, sometimes I feel like, she's obviously focused on scoring um and trying to find that balance perfect balance of facilitating as well and getting things going for the team um which can be difficult so i think that's what they need to improve on and also to just being consistent all the time playing 40 minutes i'm sure they're trying their best but i think that's the main thing I just I'm noticed. Curious what influences that? Cause like there, it may just be small sample sizes, so you see patterns where they're not really there. But it's like there are some teams where you're like, oh, they always come out really hot in the third quarter, and some teams that just kind of need to ease their way back into it. My sky are just uh, not loving the fourth quarter right now, which isn't ideal. But like, <laughs> I'm always curious what what impacts um, uh, the teams' kind of trends for which quarter they do better in. Yeah, I think it most definitely probably has to do with, like, adjustments that coaches make um, and how quickly they're adjusting, both offensively and defensively. I think um, sometimes they'll use the same strategy they used in the first quarter or the second quarter, and then they kind of realize a little too late that, okay, that's not working, like, let's shift. Um, and I think that's probably what leads to that. Also, again, basketball, like it's not a perfect game. Like you're not going to make every shot, um, but you have to try and find the easier shots when you notice that you're starting to get into those droughts. And I think that's what the Sparks kind of need to figure out how to do that, um, like how to get it maybe more into the paint, like when outside shooting isn't going so well um, and kind of figuring that out quicker, I think would help them. So this is your first year covering the team, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> so, uh, what it's this is obviously got to be like a, kind of a, a a very new experience for you. What has kind of jumped out to you uh, in that you didn't expect in covering uh, the WNBA and in doing the day to day thing with the team? Honestly, it's I think the most surprising thing is how like accessible they are <laughs> like it's just interesting like I sometimes like I'll be walking through like to go to the press room and like Zaya will walk past me and be like and just look at me I'll be like what 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 are you doing here oh okay this is how this works <laughs> so um stuff like that uh is really interesting to see and also too like the players are super cool and open, like just as long as you're super cool and open with them. Um, they're very so like a lot of the players are very well like media trained. Like when I talked to Zaya, she was giving me like these lengthy answers, and I was like, wow, like okay. I was living for it because it made it easier for me to write. Um, so for me, I think it's just that, like the accessibility and being able to speak with these women and just how like I already knew they were professionals but it's just always really cool to see it like up close and personal how professional they are and how great they are at their craft very very cool yeah I have I have another question Hmm. okay I know uh 
I know Snap mentioned uh, if NECA was going to be a lifer, but this unrestricted free agent sheet looks really thick. <laughs> okay, so if NECA is retained, you have you still have Jasmine Thomas, you have Katie Lou, Cheney, uh Jordan Canada, you have Laisha and Carly Samuelson. Who, if not all, would you like to see come back that makes sense for where the team is now, how they've grown together? And who would you or I'll I'll stop there and then I'll add the second part on on to the end. Yeah, honestly, I think for me, I would love to see the team retain Jasmine because Jasmine has been working with Coach Miller since she was in the league. So it's just a perfect combination. Um, And she's starting to come back into her own after tearing her ACL, which is nothing. That ACL injury is like one of the worst injuries. So I'm happy to see her back on the floor. Um, Jordan Canada, I think is going to, they're going to be able to retain her because first of all, she's from LA. So I don't see her leaving her hometown team. Um, She went to UCLA. (laughs) So I I just don't see her leaving. Um, Katie Lou, I think will be retained as well. She brings extra shooting to the team um and everything like that um but I think the only question marks I have are with Carly and Shanae um Shanae's been injured for um like half the season um and everything so I don't know how like how that's gonna work out um I hope she gets to stay on the team but and she brings obviously hustle and she brings, you know, scoring ability. And obviously she's playing with her sister um, and everything, but I don't know like how she fits going into the next season. Um, and then also to with Carly, um, I love Carly. I love her game. I love her three point shooting ability. Um defensively it's just sometimes a question mark for her with me um so we'll see what happens um but those are the people I think they'll probably try their best to keep on this team okay and then my second part I don't have all the unrestricted free agents in front of me we I I could pull it up (laughs) somewhere on this notebook it's It's, so for for the upcoming season it's NECA Jasmine Thomas Katie Lou Janae no, no, I Canada. have. I, oh, okay. I got LA. I'm talking about right. like the the big one, the one we did, the the big pile. Oh. <laughs> it's somewhere. I don't. I don't know. All right. So, have you thought about like uh, any of uh, any potential other players coming in? Yeah. Uh, what would be your dream for the the Sparks that's, getting that's, getting a, re, a free agent signing? Perfect. Honestly, um, I everybody was clowning me on Twitter for this. Uh-oh. Go on. But <laughs> right. this is a safe space. I said Kalia Copper. That's who I nice. Maybe it's not a safe space. Maybe it's not a safe space. I'm done. No, because no, Becky's in here. <laughs> Becky's a, a no, Sky fan. I would just, just love for just cause ability to get to the basket, to shoot, to defend. Like I feel like her and Jordan Canada. On the same team? I like it. Oh, I would love to see that. <laughs> Especially given that, like, Kurt likes to get up and down the floor. Like, Coach Miller, that's, like, his thing. He likes to run. He likes to get up and down the floor. And I feel like she would just fit in really well. Um, and 
a lot of these 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 women on the sparks they like love for each other they ride for each other and i think Kyle would look i think Kyle would thrive in an environment like that i'm not saying they don't love her at the sparks i mean <laughs> i just want to go back to hanging out but, with azure every day that's my question yeah so <laughs> um but I just think like that. I think that would be super cool. Um, I've, I know I've seen on Twitter, especially Alfred from her hoop stats. He's always tweeting about Jewel Lloyd joining the Sparks. I was like, I don't see it. But um, that's another one. Wouldn't turn it down. But, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not gonna say no. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I see the vision. Um, but yeah, so I think Ka for me is like who I would love like to be on this team. Um, again, gives gives the team more scoring, gives Lay an opportunity to um, just be a point guard and facilitate, which is what it seems like they're more comfortable doing. Um, also gives Jordan the chance to play the two spot um, and score more than she already is um, and not have to really worry about that balance. Um, and I think that would be a great addition, but that's just me. There you know. go. Becky, do you have anything to say about that? <laughs> I mean, I would, of, of course, every team wants to have Clea Copper. Like, why wouldn't they? It's always a correct answer. Um, and if her and Jordan Canada want to play together, Jordan is welcome to join the sky. Oh, my God. <laughs> welcome her with open arms. <laughs> that was a great answer, Imani. Uh, it's very typ typ diplomatic. <laughs> Befitting a member of... of our esteemed noble profession of lawyers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, we noticed you did some red carpet work uh, for ESPN, Imani. How was that? Yeah, it was great. So I got a chance to work the red carpet for the ESPYs. Um, and I got to see so many celebrities and people up close. Like I got to see like Kyrie walked past us. Uh, Chris Paul walked past us. There were a couple of WNBA players there um, and like women's college basketball players. So I got a chance. We actually interviewed Angel McCautry, which was cool. Hey. She was so cool. She was so nice. She I was love so sweet. her. Yes. We all love she, her, yeah. Yeah. She was a great interview. Um, Angel Reese was there along with Cameron Brink, uh, Flauge nice. was there. Um, and so that was really cool to see them like all up close and personal. And they look stunning. Um, and then also the Cavender twins were there. Um, but it was really cool, really cool experience. Um, I got a chance to produce some things and come up with some content for it. And I ended up like editing it after the red carpet was over. Um, and we posted it on the ESPN LA socials. So it was a really cool and a really fun experience. Speaking of fits, who would you say, who are your favorite players to watch? the walk-ins for who do you think of the best fits in the league best fits in the league okay not gonna lie ray burrell ray burrell oh, nice yeah. yeah yeah every time and also shanae and and shanae and neka also too um i know they're styled by like one of their like former teammates who was on sports um christina nigue um and like they they also always have looks um, but I would have to say those are probably my three from the Sparks, at least, um, who always come fitted and come ready. Um, Lexi also always looks cute when she's 
when she's walking in um she's been with the team lately and been on the bench and her outfits and her hair is always on on point so those would be my people i love how the gumakes coordinate their outfits i didn't know it was anique who was doing it she is she was on the sky for a while this season she's just like every look is like effortless looking and perfect i i could never but um i'm so impressed <laughs> Um, if you're willing, anyone who has the worst fits. Worst fits? I'm not gonna do nobody like that. You try <laughs> <laughs> You're trying your best. You play basketball every day. I understand. You wanna show yeah. up in, in sweats uh, with with an <laughs> FU ponytail, that's that's totally fine. Exactly, uh, because yeah. I I used to play basketball. I was I was going to play in college, but due to the pandemic, I wasn't able to. So I totally get how it feels playing basketball, especially at that level, probably every day. And you're tired. So, yes, show up in the sweats and the bun. You got to do what you got to do. I, I need you to do me a favor. Speaking of fits real quick, since we're on this topic, we have to get Kurt's Hawaiian shirts back. I yes. have been so disappointed with the way he's dressed this year. He's 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 trying to go into this new LA era right now. It seems like, um, and we need Connecticut I, Kurt at least fashion wise because we're missing some of the best shirts in the league. Yeah, I, I he looks smooth though. I feel like with the with the LA quarter zips and stuff. I don't know. I'm 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 feeling it, but I'll I'll see what I can do. That's it. <laughs> Appreciate it. I might bring it up to him. And be like, hey, coach. Yeah, where, where's the shirts, that? man? Come on. Like, he, he's he's officially lost best dress coach to Noel Quinn for the time being, and he can get it back. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Anything else? So, sorry, Becky. You, I know you had something. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to briefly clown on what Becky Hammond wore to the White House. Um, deserved. 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 I guess my last one, which we've asked all of our team experts, and we've covered a few of these players already, but if all of the end of the season awards, MVP, most improved, sixth boy, all of them went to the Sparks. Who would get each of the awards? Yes. Okay. So MVP obviously is Nika Gumke. Holding right. down the team, doing everything she can to help this team win. Um, sixth player, Dear Kahambi, always coming off the bench, always producing, always bringing the energy that the team needs. In terms of defensive player of the year, see that that's a hard one because it could be between NECA and Jordan. Um, but I'm gonna have to give it to Jordan because she obviously leads the league in um in steals. And in terms of most improved, I would actually have to say it's between Azare and Laisha. Um, they both have come into their own coming into the latter half of the season and have contributed a lot of their offensive performances have contributed most definitely to the win streak that they had recently. So I would have to give it to those two. So Jordan's getting be- actual MIP uh, chatter about her as well. Yeah, exactly. I was like, you know, she is, I'm excited. Um, but-, but I like, I like you mentioning Alicia because I, I really think that she, she deserves a look. Yeah, so those would be my picks. Imani, thank you so much uh, for joining us. look forward to watching your career progress 
And I know that we're going to be seeing you a lot more often, reading you a lot more often. Uh, just get that feeling um, you, that you are definitely ascending in the sports world. So we wanted to to ca catch up with you before you were too big to to come on to our show. <laughs> I'll never be too big. Look, my dude, no, 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 I would never do that. I, we just have to, we have to, that, we promise. have to talk to your assistant to to, <laughs> to get you. Still running, she's running your Twitter account, and oh you know, gosh. no, no, never. I'm always more than happy to come back on whenever. Oh, so. That is awesome. That is, yeah, that nice. is great to hear. I hope you had a good time with us. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you very much, and um, and we will look forward to to following you the rest of the season. Maybe talking to you again at some point. Uh, this has been the sixth pod of the year, Los Angeles Sparks edition. I'm so excited. This this team is. It's been on a roll for quite a bit, even beyond the six-game winning streak. I thought they were playing pretty well prior to it. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to th seeing them in the playoffs. Uh, for Snap Wilson, Robococo, MJ Tolliver, and our guest, Imani Wright, Winsider, ESPN, and many more places to come. Many, many more. Take Everybody over. be good to each other. <laughs> Watch some WNBA. Don't sleep on NECA in, in the first team all WNBA at the very, very least. She's, she definitely deserves a spot there. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clap, clap. I see right, the clap. Right. Oh, I'm right there with you. <laughs> but anyway, this has been the sixth part of the year. Be good to each other. Don't signal boost idiots. Uh, just be good people on Twitter. Make, uh, you know, try and enjoy things. I'm, I'm get, getting pretty salty myself at, at the, with the way that my team is playing, but things are going to get better. Be positive. You know, don't be angry. Don't and, cut people off on the road. Don't cut people off on the road. Don't don't butter your steaks. <laughs> uh, reference to an old older episode. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, just be good people, and we will see you next week. Peace out. Peace out. Goodbye. <laughs>